Hello and welcome to our virtual service for this week, uh, the second Sunday after the Epiphany. A quick update on our giving campaign, uh, and we're making progress. I'm happy to report that uh, we're getting closer to our $690,000 goal. At this point, we have um, 600, <clears throat> excuse me, 621,875 uh, committed, and that represents 151 pledges. So many thanks to all of you who have uh, been a part of that uh, pledge campaign effort. And uh, of course, there's this standing invitation to those of you who have yet to pledge to please uh, considering, consider doing so, um, and we'll bring this campaign to a close. I think we've done very well indeed considering the challenges of the present. Do please, uh, if you'd like to attend in-person worship on Sunday, uh, be sure to register online beforehand. Our adult forum will continue and uh, we will be uh, starting next week we will be reading and discussing Bishop Curry's newest book, which is called Love is the Way, subtitled Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times. And apropos of those troubling times, of our troubling times, I'd like to just pause and I'd like to invite you to join in this prayer for our country. And it is um, good spiritual preparation for uh, the inauguration on the 20th of uh, the president-elect and a good prayer in the context of uh, these unsettled times in America. So this is the prayer that's prayer number 18 on page 820. If you'd like to join me in it, let us pray. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech Thee that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of Thy favor and glad to do Thy will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people, the multitudes brought hither out of many kindreds and tongues, endue with the spirit of wisdom those to whom in thy name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to thy law we may show forth thy praise among the nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble suffer not our trust in thee to fail." all which we ask through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now we will begin our service on page 351 of the prayer book. Or continue our service. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not within us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, 
will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we be with you and also with you let us pray almighty god whose son our savior jesus christ is the light of the world grant that your people illumined by your word and sacraments may shine with the radiance of christ's glory that he may be known worshiped and obeyed to the ends of the earth through jesus christ our lord who with you and the holy spirit lives and reigns one god now and forever. Amen. Amen.
A reading from the first book of Samuel. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord under Eli. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. At that time, Eli, whose eyesight had begun to grow dim so that he could not see, was lying down in his room. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel. And he said, Here I am, and ran to Eli, and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call. Lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called again, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call you, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time, and he got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hymn 135, verses 1, 2, and 4. Oh, my God. 
power divine, changing water into wine. Anthems be to thee addressed, God in man made manifest. Manifest on mountain height, shining in resplendent light, where disciples filled with awe thy transfigured glory saw, when from there thou ledest them steadfast to Jerusalem, cross and Easter day attest, God in man made manifest. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. May I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Last week, Father Ken invited us to view our baptisms through the prism of be, know, and do. I think it's a wonderful perspective on how we are all called to be followers of Jesus Christ and leaders in his mission on earth, to understand our being as children of God, to know our responsibilities as outlined in our baptismal promises, and to do those things that foster peace, justice, and goodwill. It also occurred to me that the second verb in the triad, know, is prominently featured as the first part of our mission statement as a parish, to know Christ, which is, when you think about it, the very core of our being 
and the very foundation of our doing. In a similar vein, the second part of our mission statement, to make Christ known, speaks to our Christian duty of spreading the good news of Jesus Christ far and wide. And it just so happens to be at the center of our gospel reading today. The author of John tells us that Nathaniel was simply minding his own business one day when his friend Philip came up to him excitedly with news of a new rabbi in town. But this wasn't just any ordinary teacher, Philip proclaimed. Rather, he was the one about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote the long-awaited Messiah, the anointed one who was to deliver Israel from bondage against her enemies. This was exciting news indeed. But then when Nathaniel was informed that the person in question came from Nazareth, he scoffed. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Could anyone even remotely important Hail from that backwater village on the outskirts of Jewish society. But in reply, Philip didn't argue the point or provide any defense. He simply offered an invitation. Come and see. Nathaniel was still likely a little skeptical, but he agreed to go with Philip, if for no other reason than to appease his friend. Then, as they approached Jesus, he cried out to Nathanael, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael was taken aback by this greeting and this assessment of his character. And he might have even wondered if the rabbi had overheard his earlier comment about nothing good coming from Nazareth. So he asked, where did you get to know me? And Jesus, in a very matter-of-fact voice, stated, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Now, biblical scholars have long debated about the meaning and significance of the phrase under the fig tree, whether it's to be taken literally or metaphorically, but it doesn't really matter because the message is the same regardless. Jesus knew everything about Nathanael before Nathanael knew anything about Jesus. And that realization prompted Nathanael to faithfully and loudly confess, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And Jesus replied, and Please allow my paraphrasing here. If you think that was special, you ain't seen nothing yet. The story of Nathaniel's conversion from a skeptic to a disciple is a testament to the power of the living God coming into the world. But one item in that narrative that I think tends to get overlooked is the important role that Philip played in making Christ known to Nathanael. 
Could Jesus have just approached Nathanael and said to him, follow me, like he did with Philip? Certainly. Would Nathanael have found Jesus and become a disciple on his own without Philip's invitation? Possibly. But the fact is that Philip was the agent that the Lord used to bring Jesus into Nathanael's life, even before either of them knew what was really happening. And it's been through the work of agents like Philip who helped pass on the faith and build up the church for centuries, even to this day. Each one of us was brought to Christ, not by our own accord, but through an agent of the Most High God. Maybe it was our parents or grandparents, a trusted friend, a mentor, or a discerning priest. Someone who brought us into the richness of Christ's presence and helped us to become his disciples. We, in turn, are called to proclaim that good news to others so that they, too, may become followers of Christ and share in his eternal priesthood. We are blessed to have such faithful and devoted ministries for outreach and pastoral care here at this church, and we are doing God's work in the community. But there are people out there maybe even people we come in contact with daily who don't know the love of Christ, who have given up on hope, who are anxious and fearful and searching for something in their lives. Jesus knows who they are, and he's asking us to make that introduction. We can reach out to them and show them the faith that sustains us by inviting them to know Christ as we do, by sharing a prayer with them, or even simply by sending them a link to this online service. No strings, no commitments. Just come and see, and then let Jesus do the rest. The Apostle Philip quite literally knew Christ and made Christ known to others. And through the words of our mission statement, the members of Christ Episcopal Church have pledged to do the same in our own time, to know the love of God through his only begotten Son and to make known the good news of the Savior in a suffering world. And when we do that, in the words of our colic for the day, we will so shine with the radiance of Christ's glory that he may be known, worshipped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. The Nicene Creed, page 358 of the prayer book, We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people are form four, found on page 388 in the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. We pray today for Christ Episcopal Church in Lexington, the Diocese of West Missouri, for Father Fritz Valdema and Carmel Valdema, and the Les Moon Clinic in Haiti, and for the Ecumenical Relations Commission. We pray for caregivers and their families, healthcare professionals and their families, and our military personnel and their families. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. We pray especially for Stephen Anderson, Margaret Banta, Doris Baumberger, Chris Booth, Kirk Brantner, Charles Bush, Ron Canova, Ken Elan,
Kurt Goforth, Nancy Johnson, Laura Johnson and family, Beverly Kettle, Barbara Knowlton, Myrna Lanier, Linda Likens, Will Long, Margot McGinnis, Greg Messier, Louise Morgan, Sue Renan, Connie Schneider, Chuck Singleton, Corky Taylor, David Taylor, Amy Recamper, Richard and Ginger Taylor, Summer Yarnell, Erica, and Rob. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. This is a collect for Martin Luther King, whose commemoration is, is un, uh, uh, coming soon. Almighty God, by the hand of Moses, your servant, you led your people out of slavery and made them free at last. Grant that your church, following the example of your prophet, Martin Luther King, may resist oppression in the name of your love and may secure for all your children the blessed liberty of the gospel of Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Hymn 126, verses 1 through 3. As our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now let me invite you to pause and uh, together let us prepare ourselves for the spiritual communion. Faithful God, in the wonder of your mercy and love, you fed your people in the wilderness with the bread of angels, and you sent Jesus to be the bread of life. Though at this time we cannot consume your gifts of bread and wine, we thank you that we have received the sacrament of Christ's presence, the forgiveness of sins, and all other benefits of Christ's passion. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we embody your desire to be renewed for your service through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you now and forever. Amen. Amen.